This is the Door Knocker Podcast, where we dive into the explosive growth of the sales industry. We take an in-depth look with the industry's top talent to uncover what has made them successful as salespeople, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We believe all of life's opportunities are just behind the next door. With that being said, opportunities knocking. I'm your host, Zach Ross. Yo, 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 yo. I officially have somebody here that um, apparently everybody but me knows you. Everyone knows about you. Almost like the most famous man indoors. Um, Berto, what's their last name? Laguna. Laguna. Berto Laguna. What's good? Yeah, what's good? Thank you so much, Zach, for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Love your spot. Love your setup. Appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank so, you. So tell, for those of people that don't know you because you're in the weeds... <laughs> uh some people would say in the trenches who are you what do you do where yeah. are you from you know just give yeah. a little brief intro yeah berto gl um i actually grew up in portland oregon uh came out to vegas probably like six seven years ago was doing uh door-to-door water filtration and out, six years ago six yeah six years ago and got introduced of course you run into solar guys on the doors and um and a really good buddy of mine was actually had been doing solar for a while and i had just been fighting fighting it i'm like it's not as good as it seems uh he ended up getting you know buying him on the house getting himself a tesla just what comes with solar but it ain't that good but it ain't that good (laughs) like it can't be this good and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid doing, yeah. doing the, the meetings with the rock, paper, scissors, the money, all that stuff, <laughs> the huge, all that stuff. I'm like, it can't be that. You can't like doors that much. You know, you can't like the byproduct. It's, it can't be that fun. And uh, he's like, all you got to do is just switch people's bills and you get paid for it and help them save money. I'm like, no. Nah. So I shadowed him for a couple of doors. I'm like, who's that? Stephen Cohen. Shout so, out Stephen Cohen. Shout out Stephen Cohen. Uh, great. Uh, great, great friend of mine. Well, let's stop there because it's important for me. What, yeah. How do you how'd you know him originally? Yeah, we actually did network marketing together um, prior. Out in Vegas? Uh, so he was doing it out here. I came out here to visit him a couple of times. He was my uh, cross line in a, in, and uh, we met through mutual friends. I had a big team in Portland and we just connected, same vibes. Everyone was just really cool with each other. And I think we had a one of the biggest conventions here in Vegas and we connected. And after that, we were like, we don't care if we make money off each other. We just, we're just good friends. And wow. we just, we just liked each other. And then so, so later on, he went into solar, you went into water filtration. Yeah. I got a water filtration system in my house. I don't <laughs> think that guy's driving a Lamborghini. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. But, I mean, it works. Yeah. Our water tastes great, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you got into water filtration, then he hit you up and yeah. then, and then you started shadowing him and, yeah. and you know, I, you know what I'm realizing now is I'm recruiting more and more. You've been in the industry, you've been in solar a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and, but what I'm realizing is like, that's how you hook, line and snake or somebody. Like the old school way of like giving someone something to do, maybe like read a book, do like Mm -hmm. a Ben Franklin clothes or whatever, Mm -hmm. but getting them to come out and shadow with you or one of your reps, Mm -hmm. it like it, it, it weeds out all of them. And then, you know, if they're serious, would you agree with that? A hundred percent, hundred percent. I think, um, I just read Michael O'Donnell's book. I love what he says in there. Like he just, and I'm starting to do it to recruit guys. He'll just, it'll get them on the doors to just invite someone to go knock with him. And if he closes a deal, even if that person doesn't do anything, he'll just give that person $500 if he closes that deal and invites them there. Cause that person realizes like, I just got paid $500 to sit there, watch you pitch someone, get a bill, go in home and close it. Like I'm doing this. Like 
It, it's crazy. Dude, Maude, you know? it was, you know? Michael O'Donnell himself, is a, he's the most listened to podcast I've ever done. The guy's an animal. I mean, crazy. like, I, he's on yeah. a whole other level. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. one of my main people. I, yeah. I literally call that dude all the time. Um, so you shadowed Steven. What yeah. company were you guys? Was that Legacy? Legacy, yeah. Okay. Go OG Legacy. OG yeah. Legacy, the yeah. OG. Who was yeah. installing for you then? Uh, Titan. Titan. Titan was. Yeah. And Sunrun. We were a big partner with Sunrun. Sunrun. Did you say the PPA with Sunrun? That was like the main thing we were doing. I wasn't really, and I was like, why aren't we actually doing ownership? Because in water sales, we just do ownership and you're like building fear and you're getting people into like 9.9, 12.99 interest rates, but they're owning something. And I'm like, this is just too easy. You're just literally swapping bills. And and so it's like later on, as the industry started changing more into ownership, I think that's why it was so easy for me because wow. we were so used to just having ownership yes so. so simple so did yeah. you so you, steven recruited you and then yeah. you start off as like a setter uh um, kind of or did, what was the model Well, steven knew that i was a closer because i already had my own water uh team and they were all hesitant of doing solar as well they're like we were just really comfortable doing water and uh can't be that good can't be that true and i was like you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna do it because one like steven is literally was like we were in the same position broke like didn't know what to do after our network marketing company went out of business. Like we're just stuck. And I'm like, all right, like just it's, you know, follow, follow the footsteps. It's not too hard. Like if he's doing it, I can do it. So he was like, Hey, you're going to be a closer. I just need you to go get, you know, six, seven appointments. I'll teach you the pitch. I'm going to close every appointment for you. And you're going to, you're going to pretty confident. You're, yeah. He was confident. <laughs> he's confident. And you're going to learn as you see me. And then when you're ready to go, just, you know, we'll split every deal. And then when you're ready to go, you can get full commission. It's just so hard sometimes to get, I mean, like, God, it's like, how old are you? Turning 34 this year. So okay. So you, you, yeah. you, you were, you know, late twenties, were you married, had kids or anything yet? Yeah. No kids was my fiance. Funny story. I was like, literally me and my, uh, me and my, uh, business partner, um, just split ways, uh, for our water, our water company. And I was dead broke. I, I was like, I don't want to continue to do water. I was like, I'm going to try something else. And that's why like, I told Steven, like, let's do this. Like let's get it so you yeah. were just all in i was all in it's just so yeah. hard for me sometimes like because i think the best recruiters are the guys that can recruit a married man with kids i just <laughs> think like you have to be a different type of person yeah. to recruit a guy like that yeah um not saying it's you know yeah. not easy to recruit yeah. young guys don't get me wrong because yeah. young guys they produce women yeah. and men they produce when they're young <laughs> and, but like when you can get somebody to, like quit their whole life yeah and like believe in your dream and believe yeah. in in your goals yeah. and your vision yeah it's a whole different type of yeah. recruiting yeah. And so like a lot of times, like just hearing you say that stuff just brings me so much like joy. Cause it's like, it's like, bro, it's like, I came in, I gave it my, cause what's, what's yeah. the outcome? Yeah. Right. Like what's the outcome? Yeah. You know, like you're that good. How, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so he told you to get six or seven, close them all. Yeah. And then kind of what happened after that? All six canceled. <laughs> <laughs> after he closed yeah. them? Yeah. All dude. six canceled. And then he told me, he's like, he's like, this is how I know solar is going to be good for you. Because it's like, whatever you believe in God, the universe resistance, and I'm a God-fearing man. And I was just like, God, that's how I know this is for me because it's like, you're telling me how bad do I want it? Because everybody else quits. And so like anybody starts my business now, I'm like, just be ready. Your first six to 10 deals will cancel because it's going to test you to see how bad you really want this. And that was like, I, out of everybody, like Steven, like he's one of the best closers I know. Like I would have been like, this person's for sure going solar, you know? And it's like, they all canceled. And so he's like, he's like, He's like, Berto, if you're willing to stick around these cancels, you're going to make a lot of money. And I was like, 
Let's do it, bro. So it's funny because I had a girl, Elena, that works with me, and she's uh, she's new to the industry, and and she's having a really good month this month. She's probably gonna close it out with eight, I think, and she's in her first like couple of months, and you know she had a couple cancels, and she was here, we we're doing some training, and I'm just like. And she's had cancels before. And she's like, oh, my deals cancel. And I'm like, no, you have like only like 25% of your deals. Have like you're doing great. Like yeah. you're on track. She's like, oh, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. And I'm like, and if you just go out and replace it, yeah. if you just learn to replace a yep. cancel, yep. I know it's not easy. Like yep. I hate that shit. Yep. Like I look at my phone and there's yep. no way to save it. And I've yep. offered, you know, 18 years of payments and yep. I'll give you my house for a yep. month or whatever. And they're like, no, yeah. bro, you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. But if you like, he's so right. Like if yeah. you instill that in a new rep yeah. and then she went out and she literally replaced it that day. Mm-hmm. It's like that, fe- that's the feeling I want yeah. that like, no matter yeah. what that like Michael yeah. Donald talks about, like, it doesn't yeah. matter what happens to me. Yeah. It's so good. I love that. Yeah. Um, so that was six years ago. That was kind of new. You guys are in the Vegas market though. We were. Yeah. 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 And so what was it like then? Um, it was a really PPA focused. Um, I feel like homeowners in Vegas have gotten more educated on the market just because so many new companies, dealers, it's just blowing up now. Um, back then, it was more of just go in and they they trust you and I'll do solar. And you weren't really explaining ownership versus PPA. You were just really pushing PPA or whatever your your company was telling you to push. But I feel like now, because people are just getting more educated, they know, I mean, you can literally work off solar and make money just doing add-ons i feel like just out here because so many people get screwed on not getting sized correctly or getting educated or not even knowing that they they knew about the option to own that um it's just changed it's just changed a lot just people are getting smarter um they're getting to know and they're and they're telling their neighbors about you know their experience too yeah they get screwed or did it work out right so 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 yeah to- i mean god it's yeah. the worst you're at somebody's yeah. home like oh, i gotta call my cousin my cousin's got solar and you're yeah. like Oh, here we go, Hopefully dude. Yeah, did you get screwed. it from Sunrun? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who'd you get it from? Yeah. What year? Yeah. I mean, they're like, I got yeah. it 2015, 2016. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I'm like, can we yeah. talk to him together? Yeah. You know, like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got yeah. two bills yeah. and he's pissed. You know, I know, dude. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, yeah. so I know that there, I don't know much of the history, but I know that, like, you know, S- Steven and those guys left yeah. and they left Legacy and they started mm-hmm. Sunder. So, around yeah. what, how long have you been in the industry when that happened? Yeah, I actually, you know, I was ride or die for Steam. Like, I'm going with you, man. Like, you got me into this. Um, and also, you know, back against the wall. Like, now I'm doing really well. And, you know, I trust you. And, uh, you know, just his leadership. Because it's like, I love that saying. It's like, people don't work for companies that work for people. And, you know, when you trust somebody and you, you like working, synergy. We were talking about that earlier. You have good synergy with somebody. You just, you don't consider it at work. It's just like, this is awesome. So, I was like, yeah, let's do it. I trust you. I mean, you've been in the industry longer than me. So obviously you see there's a reason you're you're leaving and I'll respect the legacy of them. They're awesome, but they just wanted to do their own thing. And so left there, uh, started in 2000, what, end of 2017. We left them, I think 2019, 2020, around there. Sunder like just COVID. Yeah, yeah. Sunder just blew up, bro. Like they just literally, great organization, great guys, great culture, great platform. They, it just, blew up and uh they started using freedom forever and um yeah no they're still doing great um and i departed from unfortunately from steven uh, about a year ago um i just wanted to open up the oregon and washington market because it's just a virgin market and no one wanted to do it and it's a really hard market to to work in but i was like i accepted the challenge so i left uh steven and he by all means that's why i love the guy nothing changed between our relationship and uh was a really tough first year but now we're doing great so that's actually incredible so you when you guys when you guys left and and started sunder like what 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 did you start to experience 
Because Stephen, it's crazy when you watch the Law of the Lid. We were talking about a little bit before we got on, but like you started watching Stephen probably level up in a way that you hadn't seen before. Yeah. So what did that help? Like you as somebody that was you know around and he brought in and kind of nurtured your way. What did that do for you? You know what I mean? It definitely helped me realize that we all have untapped potential, and you just have to. When he made the jump, because he was the top regional at uh, Legacy, and he just left. He had equity at Legacy. He had a huge following. He was great with the owners. And he was like literally willing to give everything up to start brand new and knowing that not everybody was going to go with him. Like that really helped me realize like everything is about taking risk and just believing in yourself and knowing that, you know, with or without, you just have to run whoever's going to follow you or not. So that really helped me make the jump to open up like the new markets. As yeah. Well. So, so Sunder, what do you think was like the catalyst for you guys to be able to like pop off as hard as you did like what really pushed that culture like what was the thing that you know that's a risk to take man they yeah. had a really cush thing at legacy like yeah. legacy's a great place they got great leadership they got everything you need yeah i mean doug robinson and luke tune have yep. been around forever it's yeah. not like you're oh, leaving geez. yeah in the door knocking industry yep. not just in solar yep. right so yeah you know they took a huge risk on themselves yeah and so what did that kind of do like w- w- what was the thing the catalyst that really pushed them to be able to grow so quick i think uh steve just leading in the the leadership like just the core that we had in the culture, just leading from the front and knowing that we're not going to get sales if we don't go out there and knock doors. A lot of people would just branch off and expect your reps to go out there, but we're like, we got to just go out there and grind like we have nothing and just blitz and just grind. And we did. And I feel like, you know, as you know, doors, if you knock them, everything else will take care of itself. You know, so we just really just went after it when we when we branched off and we're like, we're just going to just gonna start from ground up and just work really hard and go out there and knock doors and just work work harder than everybody else <laughs> yeah put in more time yeah put in more time i love when sam taggart said yeah. that one time he said Be, yeah. get, you know make i make friends with todd time on doors you know yeah, and like love that like get 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 really acclimated and get really close with todd and um so so and then the thing too like especially but i've realized with recruiting as well it's like if you find in the beginning like like what we're kind of touching back to what we're talking about like like-minded people mm-hmm. like that ability to be able to really show that like you know mm-hmm. i'm bringing a guy in that maybe he has never made over six figures mm-hmm. maybe he has doesn't matter mm-hmm. but he's got all the other qualities mm-hmm. of life that we want he's got mm-hmm. work ethic mm-hmm. he's got a good mindset he's got good relationships he's got all this stuff um, I think that really try that takes an organization with a long foundation. Cause I don't, you know, a lot of times I think like, you know, you, you really go like, okay, well, you know, do you want to grow quick? And a lot of guys pop off. Sunder popped off. Some people, it's not as quick. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I do think yeah. that like the same amount of effort, mm-hmm. Sunder was probably the right place at the right time mm-hmm. with the right people. Yeah. Unicorn. Yeah. You don't compare yourself to that. I a hundred percent agree with that. I also feel like they did a really good job at distributing and making sure they made platforms and structured it really well so that the newest guy could find success. Because a lot of people that come in, they don't know about red lines. They don't know about rev share. They don't know about baseline. They don't know anything. They just, they just help someone just understand how to say the pitch. And they have a way you can level up in your, let's say you want to go from a setter to a closer. They just have a really good program, which I've taken and I've, I've used now and I've just duplicated and you know, don't re, don't reinvent the wheel, but they just they did a really good job at creating a way where you can plug in and you just know what to do and how to get there. I feel like a lot of companies you come in and you're just lost, you're at correlation, you're like, what do I do? How many deals do I have to get? Where do I gotta these guys? You're like, yeah, here's here's an app. You're if you if you get this many bills, if you close this many sales and you'll be here, then you'll get paid this, you'll get the backpack, you'll get this, this, this. And it's like it's a really good career pathway. And they they have that and they have it 
really, really laid out really well. So the newest guy knows what he needs to do and how to get there. I love that you brought that up because even like I've been talking to, I got a few coaches right now and I've been talking to a lot of them and other people in the industry that have been in longer. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, cause I don't give a shit about none of that. Like I don't give a shit. And mm-hmm. I started building my mentality of an organization based off of like, bro, just fucking go to work. <laughs> like, do you have, do you need money? Like, do you, is your girl complaining about yeah, rent? Yeah. That's where my yeah, head's at. But yeah. some people don't talk to themselves the way no, I talk yeah, to myself. Yeah. And when I started implementing you know, shout out our boy, Sam, but yeah. like he told me a couple and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. If they knock a hundred doors, give them a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm like, I never even, yeah. to them, it's everything, bro. Everything. And when you started doing it, yeah. like I'll, I'll lose track. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got a pencil in it. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah. I got this many, this yeah. many, this many. And they're like, yeah. at the end of the week, they're like, cool. You ready to vent with me? I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, I yeah. love that. Yeah. So you're right. Like that. So, so systems, you'll buy, you'll, you'll, you'll die to your systems and processes. Yeah. So, I mean, like I had, yeah, I, I, that's, um, I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty incredible. So they, did they start in Vegas? Did Sunder start in Vegas? Um, one, well, their main, one of their main offices did. Yeah. And then some of the other guys that's, well, a lot of, a, a lot of people came over from, Stephen had a huge influence on a lot of people. Yeah. So he already was regional. So he pretty much brought his region and it was California, um, Vegas, um, and then, texas and some places in florida so it was good it helped him and it helped a lot of the regionals a lot of regionals moved over so they could start there i feel like what really helps them is their big competitions that they have so they could start getting to their competitions because obviously competition breeds excellence so right away it was easy for them to start those competitions within different states and, and get guys going so i think that helped them a lot so then you, so then you decided like I want to go do this in the Pacific Northwest because I also think you're mental for that. I'm like, who get? I mean, it's always wet and yeah. dark, and what yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. You go from the sun, one of the sunniest places in the country, yeah. like it sells itself in yeah. Vegas practically yeah. Yeah. to like I'm gonna go to the wet, dark inhabitants yeah. of the north. So, so why? What like? Um, number one is there's so many people in the Northwest. I had already a huge team over there. I did network marketing with that. They see me through social media. Obviously, people that know me personally, they're like, dude, you're leveling up in life, but I can't just pick up my family and go have other responsibilities, go to Vegas. So one of my, and obviously my wife was really mad at me because she loves Vegas, but uh, it, my goal was to get, go there and bring them that opportunity and eventually come back to Vegas after I get that market going and, and running. But that was, that was my goal and still my goal. So yeah, still my goal. My wife reminds me every day. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason we left Oregon because we were like, we want to be in the sun. But but it's just it's an untapped market. Systems have to be bigger because there's not enough sun hours. So obviously for there's more money. Um and but yeah, you're right. Who would leave a place where it's great sun hours? You can automatically save people money uh getting them solar. Over there, you're adding $30, $40 to their bill. So you're literally just selling on value. So you're like, it got to be crazy to go over there, but it's helped me be a better salesperson and a better overall, just a better person adding value and teaching my guys not to sell on savings, but sell on value. So I love the value prop. And I think like, this is, I, I, I'm just going to speak my truth. And some people <laughs> love talking shit to me in DMs because I just <laughs> run my mouth too much. Yeah. But I hear all these people, oh, the commissions won't be this good forever yeah. and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'm going to tell you something. My opinion, if you learn how to sell on value and oh, not yeah. savings, yeah. and you get that savings word out of your vocabulary in the way of cost savings, yes. and you go to an investment prop and it, 
you it it'll never in my opinion it won't matter for 10 years it will not yeah. matter too many yeah. people are stuck on that old way of selling at 150 dollars yeah. a kilowatt yeah. 10 15 years ago yeah. and so like you know and i think the what i'm hearing from you about pacific northwest is it's literally the blue ocean market theory mm -hmm. and i learned that in roofing like when you go yeah. run a hailstorm if you're yeah. willing to drive out into the boondocks mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't get mm -hmm. and a lot of solar guys should probably learn that yeah is if you drive out in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm and no one else is willing to go out there, and you got 100 or 200 or 300,000 people that got hammered by hail, and mm -hmm. you're the only guy out yep. there. Yep. Yeah, bro. You yep. know what I mean? I'm yep. the only guy, and that's yep. what I did, and yep. that's what worked. No yep. one else was working where I was, yep. so it was like, and they had never heard of it before. Yep. So when you're yep. coming with a whole new idea and a whole yep. new plan, was that yep. kind of the experience you had? Yeah, because you have you can't have the same mentality knocking out here, out there. Out there is like, you're knocking people who've never been knocked for solar. There's just a couple companies, and you're telling them, yeah, for 30, 40, 50, even $100 more on that you want to pay, you can own your electricity, you can prevent future rate increases, and you can add value to the property of your home. So I think having that mentality, if reps had that mentality in markets like this, they would, they, one, they would make more money and sell more and, and, and slaughter the competition. But out here, you just get taught, hey, just get in someone's home and beat the competition and not really work off value. And, and I feel like it's like, it's totally well, People opposite. are worried about closing ratios. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but if you and even what I've realized here for myself in Vegas and and it's like if you go to the door, mm -hmm. if the person knocking the door mm -hmm. has that mentality, the homeowner will buy. I mean, if you listen to Alex Hermosi, Bradley, yeah. any of the sales trainer guys, yeah. they sell sell the highest ticket price with the most value and the best warranty. Mm -hmm. Okay, everyone's got the same warranty pretty much. <laughs> yep. All the panels are pretty much the same. same. I don't want to argue. We're not no, going to argue. Like no, I don't give it no. give a 440 watt panel. Yep. Shut up, dude. Yep. I can yep. put a 355 out there yep. and get the same like shut, yep. you know. Yep. But if you sell them on your value yep. and why yeah, you I'll yeah. be 20 30 dollars more. Yeah. You know, I don't think ripping people off homeowners no. off is is fair, no. but like selling on a proper value is yep. a real thing. So I totally agree. So yep. So you you left Steven. That was probably like, you know. I the mean, hardest thing I've ever done. Hardest. Love that guy to death. He's my brother. He like, you got me in the solar, solar industry. You changed my life. And you've helped other people that I've recruited into your business. He still, got, he still has guys that I've recruited that are still working with him. That I've told him, don't come to Oregon. Stay where you're at. Because you're going to be more successful at Sunder. You know, like, stay where you're at. You're, you're on a good track, you know. But it, that was one of the hardest things I've i've ever done holy shit yeah yeah powerful sure. and then you went to you went to oregon did you like did you have a plan like um, was it kind of like middle of the night babe we're moving yeah like, that's how i get down so yeah you know yeah he oh steven helped me um connect me with a couple installers out there and so i test trialed it because uh freedom was going to come out there and uh, until they came out there they wanted me to get to know the market so my goal was to stay with sender and to help that market open um and eventually they got freedom out there until we figured out the market. I was working with a smaller local installer, um, which I'm still working with now, which I realized sometimes local, smaller, it's better. I was like, I've always worked for these giant, huge installers. And uh, I also never knew what it was to actually work for an installer directly because I've always been a dealer. Like I've been with Sunder. I was a dealer with Legacy. I was a dealer. I was working sub for a dealer, huge dealer, right? They were never, you know, I think Legacy is their own installer now, but now only in are, some yeah. states. Um, and then, you know, Sunder isn't their only installer. They're still partnered with, but I didn't understand and know. Yeah, but are you partnering with them if you're doing all their volume? Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, that's another guy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'll wait till I get yeah, Steven. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. And there's good and bad in both, right? And and just figure out what you like. But for me, personally, because I care about my backyard, I have personal relationships in Oregon with people. And I was like, I it was better for me personally to work with 
an installer that's local that did their own installs. And, and I like that experience. And I, like you, like you said, I don't care about the backpacks. I don't care about all that. I just want to make sure my customers are done right, that I can go in and to the office and shake the owner's hands or talk to them. If there's something, a problem, there's no perfect solar company, but I can walk up to the owner and the owner and me can call the customer and fix things. Right. I never had that. And when I went to the Pacific Northwest, I was like, I have that here. And so it was just, that was a really tough decision that I had to talk to my wife. I'm like, Hey, like I finally found an installer or a company that I, they're the installer themselves. They're not, we're not a dealer and I can work with them. And we created a, a really great relationship while I was working with them. So it just made sense for me to just, I was like, everything's lining up, but it was a really tough conversation. I, I lost a huge override. I had and I had already built at Sunder with all my recruits. I was a manager out here. Um, I was ready to go to the next level with Sunder and become a, a regional for them and take even, you know, Steven to that next level, which I was like, I want to help him. So it was, it was really tough. You know, it was a really tough position for me. Yeah. That's gnarly, dude. Yeah. I mean, people never want to take the risk though. I commend yeah. everyone that takes the risk because worst case scenario, you call Steven up, you know, but I'm like, sometimes you got to grow to the next level yourself. You got, you have to leave the nest or whatever that yeah. looks like yeah. where you have to challenge yourself. Or maybe yeah. there's just not an opportunity where it's good. Yeah. Some people don't even have a Sunder and they just yeah. feel stuck. No, they don't. Like they can't yeah. leave and I, you know, yeah. I'm not going to get my back end pay or whatever. Yep. It's like, or yep. just bail. Like yep. you don't even know what's on the other side of that growth. Yep. So what's that company? Nationwide solar. Nationwide. Nationwide solar. And so were they just in Oregon? They were they were mainly Oregon, Washington. They do have they can do work in Utah and um Idaho, but their their goal and their vision with the owners is let's perfect the Northwest. Because the Northwest is a really market to work in because OSHA and the states protect the homeowners so much. Like you really have to like really? you can't install until you have approved PTO. Like everything like what? yeah you can't install till you have like like the what the guys uh you until you have the inspector already scheduled to come out there to check right after install so it's like it's really like cookie cutter how is like, that even a thing it's bro? crazy you have to uh have a licensed electrical bonded uh union uh electrician on site during the install because if osha pulls up and the one's not on site you you get you get uh you get your light your contractor's license pulled. Oh so my God. it's really it's not like Texas or Vegas where you can just pop it up. Yeah. And then and then and then yeah. and, and then you're waiting eight months for PTO. You don't you don't necessarily have to wait to PTO gets approved, obviously because the inspector has to, you know, but everything has to be ready to get ready to get approved to PTO. So Oregon and Washington doesn't mess around. That's another reason why a lot of companies don't want to be out there. That's why Freedom didn't want to be out there as well. You know, so it's 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 a really hard market to not just sell in, but also install as well. So, but once you figure it out and that's why I partnered with them, I'm like, we're going to figure this out. And they already did. They're doing really well. They just didn't have, like say a guy like me who have done this kind of volume or worked for a huge, uh, installer or like a legacy or a sender. And they were like, we love your energy. We love, we love that you take care of your, uh, your reps. We love that you guys take care of your customers. We Did they have really internal well. reps before you got there? They did, but the energy wasn't there in the Northwest. Like you said, it's a gloomy, like place where it's like it's not like vegas or california or arizona where there's so much competition and you're just trying to be the best like have the coolest backpack or have the coolest incentives or have the where it's like who's going to join who's who's going to go where so they were like okay like we 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 like this and so it's like we partnered up and we're like let's bring this to the northwest bro i literally i'm like i'm gonna come do a blitz i'll be out there next week you know what i mean I'm like if yeah. it, nobody else is out yeah. i'm like what's yeah. up dog? nobody who wants yeah. 
Who wants to knock in the rain and the snow, bro? Nobody. Well, all yeah. all the homies in Denver, bro. Yeah. I dude, Ty Segan, and I mean, yeah. just I mean, the, Dev Anderson, like, Chicago like, too. Yeah, yeah, all those dudes are yeah. savages, bro. They're out, yeah. you know, knocks on the Knoxville United yeah. program. They're out, yeah. you know, in their and I'm like, yeah. I show that to my reps. I'm like, bro, it's 50 degrees out. Bro. These guys are out in the snow, dude. and they're like, dude. okay, okay, yeah. okay. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're gonna just gonna yeah. let these dudes outperform you in dude. the snow, dude, yeah, it's or in the rain? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So you've been there a couple of years. Have you, ha, so are they, are they still just Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Like you said, they just want to stay there. But have they gotten kind of bigger out in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Are they kind of insulated in um, certain towns or no, they're, they're getting, they're getting bigger and they just want to, and I love that about them. They just want to perfect the Northwest, which is a huge thing for me in home and for my closers that like, we can be like, we're local. We don't want to go anywhere else. We're not we're not this huge. It's, it's kind of the opposite pitch I was pitching with when I was with these huge installers. We're everywhere. We're in every state. We can help everybody. And it's like not sometimes everybody doesn't want to hear that, you know? Yeah, but so. it literally goes to, you know, I'm not here to jerk your chain or anything, but it literally goes to your sales ability and the way that you guys are training and the training that you, I mean, the lineage that you guys created, like I, that's what I love. I mean, I've interviewed Bodie Gardner, Casey Bell on this podcast, yeah. and I didn't even know who they were when I first got them. And then the residual effect of those two dudes in the industry, yeah, you're like everybody came from that. Every all reads mm -hmm. all roads all 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 roads lead to Todd Peterson and <laughs> yeah. Vivint. You know what I mean? Yes. But when you start to think about that proper yeah. that lineage that lineage of yeah. like recruiting and selling, and you're yeah. like, holy shit, man! Yeah. Like. Because you're training on the right way. So it doesn't, and I love that you can go, listen, man, I can go into, and a lot of people say that. A lot mm -hmm. of people say it. They say, oh, I can go to any market. I can go, I know for a fact I can go in the South and the mm -hmm. West Coast. I've mm -hmm. never sold Northwest, mm -hmm. but I know those two markets I can crush. I've done mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. crush both. Yeah. But a lot of people say it, but they don't mean it. Mm -hmm. Like they can't actually go and sell or sell, like you said, I can sell a big brand, I can sell a small brand. Mm -hmm. I can, man, any shirt on. Yep. And I'm not lying to the homeowner. I'm nope. telling them the truth yep. why this is beneficial to yep. them. So I, yep. that, I that's inspiring, man. I, I love that because it's like thank you. You don't find that a lot anymore. You. you know. Thank you. Um. So how like are you kind of like you know are you still in the home at all? Like kind of what's your role right now? I love being in home. Uh, it's been a lot harder to be in home, even though I love it. That's my favorite thing to, to do. I just love being in home, creating relationships. Yeah. But nationwide's <laughs> asking me to take a bigger role and to just. And which I'm grateful to just understand operations more. That's another reason why I wanted to work with them because I'm starting to understand operations a lot more. And a reason I do love them is because I can walk into our office and I get to talk to our permits department. I get to talk to CAD design. I get to, I never had that opportunity to do that with a huge company where like I can give that now to my closer. And I tell them all the time, you are so lucky and blessed that you can walk in and manage your pipeline, and actually talk to everybody that touches your deal versus these huge companies. Like you probably have a project manager that you have to talk to over the phone or you're doing your pipeline management, you know, three, four days out of the week. And then you're only selling two because you're, you're not, you don't know who's doing what. Right. And with this company, like one day out of the week or after correlation, they can go talk to everybody who touches their deal and know where it's at, which I love. That's why I like working for a smaller local installer. Yeah. And to get the get the systems down now before we we get even bigger, right? So I I literally the more I read, the more I read, the more I get taught. It's like if and again, we're just tying it back to the beginning of the conversation, but it's like systems and processes and yeah. people don't even in your own life, bro, like planning your day planning your week yeah. planning everything you're doing and then yeah. planning what how you're going to do it and then yeah. the way that you're going to do it yeah. and then duplicate and replicate and it's yeah. like if and, and then i i was listening to um what's his name ty i can't remember his last name but we're at some uh, dan fleischman's elevator night and he said uh 
adapt, adopt, and, and, and persist. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, you always have to adapt. You have to adapt to what's going on. You have to be able to change in the moment. Yeah. The homeowner, and I just always relate it back to the door because yeah. then I can, I can work with the end in mind and yeah. I can go all the way back to the door. What would happen at the door, right? And then I adopt, I adopt new mm-hmm. habits, I adopt yep. new things, and then I yep. persist because yep. the only thing that we have in this industry is persistence. Like yeah. if we can, if you can just keep those three things in check. And so yeah. exactly what you're saying. And I, I agree, dude, I, I don't, I like like regional companies, you know, a couple of States, maybe if not yeah. two or one, yeah. like, I love that dude. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never been in a big, big, cause I just don't like it. Yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with it, yeah. you know, but even when I called Titan to get on board with them and you know, I, my buddy BC's over there crushing it. Yeah. AJ, those guys are killing yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, I have to do what to talk to somebody. I'm like, damn dude. I'm like, the red line's really good, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, right. I'm like, God, yeah. I'm like, you yeah. know, the, the people I make a phone call. Yeah. Like, Hey, what do you think? You know, yeah. can you handle this? And yeah. she's like, yeah, yeah. Or shoot yeah. her a text or yeah. I like, I'm the same way, yeah. man. I love that. Yeah. Especially because because I think like for me, mm-hmm. what am I doing for my people? Amen. It's huge for me yep. because like some people got to go eat, man. They do. And like, it's easier. And I'm realizing this the longer I'm in a leadership role yeah. is like bring the leader out within. Right. Mm-hmm. But then am I providing yeah. the, am, and we were talking about that earlier. Like mm-hmm. I wake up every day, like challenge, like, am I mm-hmm. doing the right thing yeah. every day? You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tie something back that's on my mind. So you got kids now or no? I do. I have two daughters. Uh, two daughters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting that. Is that yeah. a bad or a good idea? I love it, man. They, t- they love daddy. Okay. Uh, that's one, what I think, too. Well, the, 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 the guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my three-year-old is my best friend. She cries every time I have to leave or go yeah. to a different state. Um, and she literally is my best friend. And then the five-month-old is getting towards that because she's finally getting off the boob. So I, I tell my wife, like, when she gets off the boob fully and goes on solid foods, like, she's all mine. Like, <laughs> but yeah, girls love their dad. And I think it's just- like, I know. I keep telling my girl yeah. I want to. And then my my, yeah. my mother-in-law's like, you do not want daughters. They <laughs> suck. And I'm like, I don't know. It sounds I, like- a, I love I'm it. I'm like, they seem to take care of their dads. They do. You know? They're <laughs> very caring. Loving. My brother has four boys. So, like, I've got to experience that. And I love having my girls. Well, they have that. Have you seen- Do you listen to Tom's? girl the comedian all he uh, talks about it like he, his nieces will come over and you know they'll be like three hours into the day play the play date they're like you know drawing beautiful arrangements yeah, on the coloring yeah, pads and yeah. they're all about ages six yeah. seven and eight and then his sons are outside and he, he, they, they're like their hair is all terrorized and they dug up the whole front yard and he's like what are you guys doing and they're like I, they, we broke all the crayons and we put them in the mailbox and he's like why you know yeah. that's all i can yeah. think about you know yeah, yeah. um so your wife and you've been together a while yeah so What's it been like to have her supporting? Because that's the main theme outside of all the other stuff in, yeah. in, in door to door. The main theme of successful people is the relationships that they have yep. the closest to them, yep. whether it's their spouse or friends or parents yep. or whatever. What's that been like for you with her? What's her name? Uh, Griselda. Griselda. So with yep. Griselda, what's that been like with you? Yeah. I For everyone watching, get get your partner, whether you're you know a girl or a boy, get your partner on board. Because uh, their your well being and your mentality at home is direct, is a direct reflection of your mentality and your well being in sales at the office. So one of the biggest things for us, and we're not perfect by any means, but once we started to understand each other's roles and like um, understanding that like if I'm in a good place at home, then I'm going to be way better on the doors, way better for my team, way better. So it's like when when I boom or when I get a deal or when my team gets a deal or when I get a recruit. It's her success, not just my success. Yeah. And you have to be, you have to find a way to understand that because I couldn't do what she does. She's a stay-at-home mom, takes care of the girls. Oof. And that's way harder than dealing way with harder. 40 reps and yeah. customers in my pipeline. That's way harder. Yeah. Way, way, way harder. Yeah. So I think it's just understanding. I don't believe in balance. I think it's just understanding 
when, what time of the year to go hard and have support of your loved one so that you guys can, like, for example, every December we leave to Mexico. That's where my family's from. We leave for a month. We just say like, forget everything. Just go, let's go fill our cups. And so like, she looks forward to that. Cause that's the time I can just fill my cup with her and my girls be on the beach. We go to like four different beaches in Mexico wow. and we just, we just, that's our time. But like wow. I say for the rest of the year, and obviously we do take a lot of vacations in between little, little mini vacations, but like she understands and she supports me because we live the lifestyle that we live because she's able to do what she does and I'm able to do what I do, but it has to be a symbiotic relationship where we understand each other's roles. Right. So, man, that's powerful. Yeah. Um, wow. So every year you go for a month, just leave, man. Cause I have so much family in Mexico and also how long you go ahead. I don't know. We just, it's, it's like, I have to get her out, especially now that we're not in Vegas. She's going to get the sun. I have to get her out in the sun. Is she from Mexico too? Uh, she's no, she was born in Nebraska, but she's Mexican American. Her parents are full Mexican. But yeah. They went to Nebraska. Yeah. It's weird. They were there. Well, dude, I thought my roofers in Charleston went to, they walked yeah, yeah. from, uh, from, um, I think Sinaloa all the way to North Carolina to Charleston. Bro, those, I, that's a whole, that's time for a whole other story. Those guys are <laughs> savages, bro. Yeah. They would throw on a 40 square roof in the middle of a storm. Yeah. It was, Dude. they didn't give a shit. No. But I mean, they would tell me that story. Yeah. And I, Cause I remember I meet them and they, yeah. you think they're doing well, but then yeah. you don't know how well they're doing until you know how well they're doing. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, you walked full like the whole way <laughs> yeah. when you were like 17? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're psycho, Crazy, dude. Yeah. Different. So, yeah, yeah. so you guys have a ton of family there. So, how long yeah. have you been doing that? Uh, we've been doing that for the last three years, and it's been awesome. It's been helping. Does it us take a lot. away from momentum? Success. Um, I mean, I really prep. We really go ham and have really like really cool incentives um, and things that we do. We really go hard right before the holidays, and then obviously leadership is making sure that you have other people to because you don't want to be the guy all the time. I feel like. To know if you're successful is to be able to walk away and see yeah. if your organization is still doing well. Yeah. So I've just really like, for me, I just rather be the guy in the background, let my guys do the correlations now and just me fill in when I have to um, and and give them the responsibility to step up and, and do what they need to do. So, and also December, obviously holidays, new year, all that. And, uh, but I always tell people, don't take a month, don't take that month off because you'll lose a lot of momentum. But if you I always tell people, I've been doing this solar for six years now, I have a book of business. So I technically don't have to knock anymore. I can just live off my referrals, but it's not its not going to happen in year one, year two, year three. It's another reason why I wanted to go to a local smaller installer to take care of my, because I'm really just focused on making sure my experience is the best that it can be because I teach my guys to build a book of business so that they if they do get sick or take a month of vacation, they can wake up on vacation and still have three, four referrals that they can just close while they're on the beach. So let's, t- let's touch on that. So, yeah. so uh, w- what do you think is the most important aspect for you to be able to create a book of business and then be able to have such a sufficient amount of referrals? Number one is understand that when you're putting solar on someone's house, it isn't like pest control or isn't like security where you just sign them up and you leave. Obviously solar, some installers are faster than others, but you're during that time where you're signing them up and you're getting the boom or you're getting that cool emoji that you put on the group me that, oh, I helped this customer. It's not, the, you didn't do it. It's when you get the install and the panels go on the roof that you actually completed the job. So during that month or that two months or that three months that you're getting them from signing the solar, you're creating a relationship with that customer and you're actually catering them to make sure that they have a great experience. Because if they have a good experience through that 30 days, two weeks, I don't care if you have a four day install, if they have a good experience until they get to the install. And even I tell my customers, say uh, the analogy I like to use is we're sort of going to, we're until we get to install, we get married. So we're dating right now. You're dating me into install because you can cancel 
at the day install, you can say, tell me your, it's happened to people. It's happened to me. It's happened to everybody. I don't want to get installed, like cold feet, whatever. But until we get installed, I'm dating you. So I have to make sure I'm dating you. I'm pu- pulling out the door for you. I'm taking you to dinner. I'm, I'm not literally yeah, calling you, I'm right? This, yeah. Making sure everything's good. And when we get to install, we're getting married. Even after install, we're, we're still dating. So we have to get the PTO. And I have to make sure that we have a great relationship with great marriage, right? And so even after the day we get married, we still have to go on the honeymoon stage. After the honeymoon stage, I don't want it to go bad. I want to make sure that when you turn your system on that you have that $11, $10 bill so that you can refer me to your friends and family and I can still commit to what I told you I was going to do is get rid of your electric bill beside the basic charge, right? So it's it's a relationship you're building with the customers. That's how I look at every single customer is that I'm, I'm, getting, I'm waiting to get married and I still want to have a relationship with them after. And if you can do that, that's when the referrals will come. Yeah, I... Uh... A lot of people talk about referrals. A lot of people talk about it. And I'm like, you're not, I don't know. I just look at your life and I'm like, nah, I keep my mouth shut. But I'm like, nah, I don't know about all that. And I think like for me, like I've always known, like even in Charlotte, bro, it was so crazy because I don't know nothing about selling nothing. I just uprooted my my life and I, my my wife and I at the time, well, we were dating at the time we broke Mm -hmm. up and I was like, I got, I'm I'm out. So I moved to all the other side of the country and I'm a loud mouthed, aggressive, big I moved to the low country. Yeah. You know, I moved to like where they go slower than slow. And Charleston's yeah. slow, bro. Slow, yeah. And I went out to, you know, Seabrook Island where nobody's out there. Yeah. And they're old. And yeah. I've sent all these letters and people are calling and I'm sitting in a house. Yeah. And I'm building rapport. I don't even know what I'm doing, yeah. dude. I just know I'm doing it, yeah. you know? And I'm building rapport and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so. I was golfing with him and this. And then all of a sudden I got eight or nine. And I'm like, I'm like driving around town. I'm like, what? I'm like. And now I'm just driving to appointments because mm-hmm. I got all these referrals on the yeah. island. And I'm like, this, and there's 6,600 homes. Yeah. I remember sitting in my truck going like, I'm never leaving this island ever. I'm never going to leave. I'll just yeah. sit in my truck all yeah. day and just wait, bro. Yeah. And I made hand over fist so yeah. much money that year yeah. first, which was kind of a, uh, what's the word? Like a, a really bad idea because mm-hmm. it just ruined my future for me. Yeah. Cause then I was like, ah, yep. you know, cause I made a lot of money. But yeah. when I came to Vegas, it was like, bro, it was nuts. I was yeah. like, everyone's a dick yeah like out there they'll at least make you lunch yep. you know what i'm saying they'll invite you in get you some water yep. out here they just slam a door in your face yeah but when you get but then i just started to realize like bro you're i'm from here man yeah. i'm not out in the percent i'm from here yep. man like how yep. can i not talk like that yep. so i think like when you're able to branch out again and go out and get mm-hmm. referrals like mm-hmm. people undervalue and underestimate the power of a referral and we do that too. Like I train all my reps through the same thing. Like mm-hmm. open up with that exact yes. similar statement to what you said. Yeah. That's how I open it. Yep. Like I want you to know why I'm here. This is why I'm here. Yep. This is what I expect from yep. you. This is what you expect from yep. me. Um, and, I, and I love that. So, yeah. you know, for, for nationwide, like um, what, what do you think? Like, where do you see you guys in the next like five or 10 years? You think like, like what are some things that you think will push you guys over the edge? Well, crazy right now. The solar industry is crazy right now. Overall, with the banks, as you know, shipping supplies, everything, panels. But I think what will push us over is number one right now is customer experience. Is just knowing that we want to be that company in the Northwest, and I want to help them be that company. That when people think solar, they're like, "You have to go with these guys." Like, if you think of a phone, we're gonna go Apple, right? Like, or Android, right? So we want to be that company that people think of solar, like. Yeah, like if you want to do it, do it right with these guys because they actually care about their, they're a neighborhood company. They're big, but they care. They care. They cater to you, and they're they feel like family. That's so I feel like it. It trickles down from you represent your company is how you treat your customers is 
if if you're i love a saying i forgot who's told me one of my mentors like um the number one thing we do is take care of our our reps and our our employees because those are our first customers if we take care of them then we know they'll take care of our customers right so i feel like that's what nationwide does they really take care of their employees they take care of us and we have a really great culture so it's easy for us to ripple that effect to our customers yeah so make them feel like that. that's what the northwest i love being from there because it's a great vibe if you've ever been up there like it's a cool vibe while i'm in washington right now uh, if you've ever been in portland oregon it's just a great vibe people are cool laid back and and that's what we want people to feel you know yeah me and chase used to well he still works there but we worked at a company where we had consumed another company and it was there they were they were previously headquartered in Bothell. And the only people I've ever met from Bothell, Washington, yeah. are a bunch of weirdos. It's so that's, there. yeah, up by Seattle. Yep. I'm like, you guys are weirdos, yeah. dude. So, yeah. no, I'm just, you know, yeah. but you're like, oh, God, you know, but you. I you, don't know that area, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, maybe just the areas that I know. Yeah, We're yeah. cool people. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. I want to, yeah. I've never really been up there, man. Yeah. And I, Come you know, up, man. once, yeah, once Sam went up there, he was like talking about, I was like, man, because it's, just, I don't Sometimes you need it to be gloomy a little bit. You know what I mean? He's sometimes, from there. I, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. that should make sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Sam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have to ask you a question. Yeah. I'm going to be a little blunt. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if, do you have any enemies? Does anybody not like you? I don't know, man. It's, I don't you know. You might be the first guy I've ever had on here that no one, that everybody likes. I don't know, man. I, no one has said a bad, you know, and it's yeah. funny because you'll post some stuff. I've looked at the last couple of days and I'm yeah. like, Oh, he's with who? I'm like, oh God. Yeah. And I, I need to be more like you in some in yeah. some respects. I, I know what you're talking about. Because I think you, yeah. I think you, I think you you have a and I don't know you that well. I've heard yeah. a lot about you from yeah. a lot of different people. Yeah. And only good stuff. And I yeah. think you have this thing, which is probably what set you apart, is like when you know everybody, it gives you so much power because you can add so much value everywhere you go. Thank you. Um, so what is that a learned trait? Have you been like that your whole life? Do you focus on networking a lot? Like, cause I personally, I do it intentionally. Yeah. Like what, what's your experience? Yeah. I love um, just my motto is never burn any bridges and don't judge people off what other people said and, or what you've heard of them or of other people saying until you meet them. Um, and I feel like you can get something from everybody. doesn't matter, you know, where they're from or what you've heard. So my biggest thing is, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big networker. Because I focus on relationships. I just want to have a relationship. Whether I can, I always, I used to have a, um, and I want need to bring it back. I used to have with a good buddy, a uh, clothing line called um, Altris Brand. And it means to give without expecting anything in return. And I feel like we've just gotten so away from that, especially in the solar industry where you're always trying to get something from somebody and or and expect something in return. Wow. And so it's like, that's how I live my life. It's just, I don't expect anything in return. Wow. And I just want to create a relationship, whether, and people, it's funny that you say that because I'll post pictures with people and like I, a lot of my friends now being in the industry because the solar industry is not that big are, you know, owners in, of different companies. You know, Ion, a lot of my homies, Ion, uh, big dealers like Legacy, Sunder, or Titan, you know, a lot of my friends. And I'll post pictures and people are like, are you going to that company? Are you going to that company? I was like, dude, can I just not be friends with like, these guys, these are like just friends that I have people in and people are like, dude, what, what's going on? What, like emoji eyes, what's going on? Like, these are just people I have friends, I'm yeah. friends with and there's relationships that I've built over the years. And it's just cool to just see how they're doing, see how they're doing in, in their marketplace or see how their company's doing. Cause in fact, there's always something you can learn. So. Yeah. I, uh, I love that. And I think that people don't like, I've been seeing it for myself. I'm just speaking from experience about it multiplying in a way I've never seen before. And, you know, I've had my bumps and I've had my enemies and I still have some. And, and, uh, and I've realized like, I need to stop with that altogether because like, 
I don't need anyone saying bad. I mean, like if they uh, listen, are people going to talk? Sure. But like, I don't need it to be because of something I did. And I've been that guy. You know, yeah. I mean, I might as well pop off a little bit when yeah. I shouldn't or do yeah. something I shouldn't do. But it, what's, it's going to hinder my future growth. 100%. It's literally going to hinder my future yeah. growth. And, you know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to put my own self in a position because it's a trickle down effect. Yeah. I even realized that recently with leadership. Like a lot of times I didn't, I don't think before I talk. I shouldn't say a lot of times. There's times where I won't think before I talk. It's somebody that works for me will repeat it back to me. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that, but you probably shouldn't do that, you know? And so I think like you're, you're, you're get, I, I hope everyone else is getting as much out of this as I am, Berto, because you're, you're putting some stuff in my head that I haven't thought about. Um, and, and I think like your network of people, especially in this industry, like you said, it's just, it's bar none. It's the most valuable thing. Thank it you. really is. Um, so your wife hates you because she won't let you leave. You won't let her leave the way. So, so, so we're coming back. So what does that look like to you? Like, what uh, do you think? Do you have year, a timeline? Honestly, damn, don't come back here, dude. We'll have to I compete know, right? shit. Like I'll have to go against you. I know, right? <laughs> um, the Northwest is just doing so well. I, and, and we're starting to grow on us a little bit, but it's like, we're, we're always talking about Vegas and I have great, I have a great community here as well. Um, I actually, I've had so many referrals and, uh, people that still wanted to work with me um, that actually I'm working with a smaller uh, installer out here um, called um, Icon Power. Yeah. And uh, we have a really small team, but um, I come back here to visit them and to help them out. And some of those guys can't make it to Northwest as well. Um, but eventually it'll happen. I'll be back here. Or I'll be just like we said, be here in the wintertime and be there in the summertime because it's just so hot here. So we'll just jump back and forth. So that's it's pretty much the I'm thing. trying to do that with Hawaii, bro. Yeah, I want the right? same goal. That's yeah, that's yeah. good life, right? Yeah, it's just that's a good, good life. life. It's too high here. And you tell your wife, like, babe, yeah, listen. It's just yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah my wife's yeah. the same way. She's yeah. like, when are we going to Hawaii? Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know if you could sell out there Dude. right now. You know what I mean? I'm like, Dude. you know. Maui's beautiful, bro. I was just there. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Um, um, I, I'm gonna I haven't asked this question in a while, and yeah. I'm sure people get a lot of it. Yeah. So before we hop off, um a lot of new reps listen to the podcast and a yeah. lot of people reach out. Um, yeah. Give some advice to somebody that's struggling right now uh, on the doors, having a tough time. Maybe they're listening to this podcast and they're driving around and they want to quit or they're over it. Uh, what would you kind of say to them if they were here? I would say, number one, um, stop worrying about the commission. Uh, I always, when people ask me, friends, family, like they haven't seen me for a long time or, or don't know what I'm doing because I haven't seen them in like 10 years. I say, I get paid to knock doors and talk to people and make friends with them and have a conversation about how they get their electricity. So I think if it's all perspective, right? I can look at a cup, you know, half full or half empty, but if you get on the doors and you're a brand new rep, it's don't worry about the commissions. Don't worry about the guy that's next to you getting 20 deals. Just focus on going out there and knowing that every person that doesn't have solar is doing a disjustice to themselves because they are literally renting their electricity. They're paying, they're overpaying for electricity. And I always look at myself as a person that's bringing good news to them. Like Jesus, bringing good news to people. Some people accepted them. Some people didn't accept them. And you just got to keep going. Don't take things personally. And just understand that you have a great product. doesn't matter what company you're in. You'll never find the perfect solar company. But if you're working and you're doing solar right now, you're in the right industry at the right time, at the right place, because solar is literally still brand new. It's every state. There's not enough. I think it's every state's still under 10%. I think California, maybe 16, something like that. But you're still literally brand new. The tip of the iceberg and you can find a neighborhood and you'll find like, every, it's so easy because you can just walk into a neighbor and know who doesn't have solar. It's something physical that you can see. That person doesn't have solar. I need to go talk to them. Why don't you have solar? And I just want to be your friend. So if you're brand new, learn how to just, if you obviously have friends, go make friends on the doors. 
and talk to them about their electricity and don't be focused on the money because people will smell your commission breath. But if you're just focused on me, I'm, I'll walk into the hood, be in the car and be like, how many friends can I make today? I'm going to come back to this neighborhood. Someone might be a dick. Someone might be rude. But if I can just give them a smile and not be rude back to them, be like, okay, cool. Have a good day. I'll go talk to your neighbor because you're going to come back. But just focus on making friends. Someone's going to give you their bill and you're going to send an appointment. And when you go inside of the home, solar sells itself. You'll just, you'll, you'll, you'll make money. So just focus on making friends uh, on the doors, being personal, be yourself. Um, don't take no's personally and uh, don't focus on the money and look left or right. Just put your head down. And Stephen Cohen, again, one of my biggest mentors in solar, he said, put your head down and be here a year from now. Just don't worry about how much money this person's making or this or that. Put your head down and just be in solar a year from now. Just be a solar in a year from now. If you can make it through solar in a year, doesn't matter. You'll be, even if you haven't made as much money as you want, your first year, what he said is your learning year, your second year is your earning year, but you can still make a lot of damn money your first year. But yeah, your first year is your learning year, second year is your earning year. It's just like anything, but you're not going to go to Yale or Harvard or any community college and get your degree in four years. Why do you think that anyone owes you success in your first month of solar, second month, third month? You don't, no one owes you success in your first year of solar. Just go through probation. A lot of my friends are cops and firefighters. They have to go through a probation year before they even get the money they should or be on, on the crew. Go through your probation year with solar. Just go through it. Understand you're going to get shitted on. You're going to get your solar black eye. Just go through it. Go through that year and don't expect to just get paid a ton of money. Just go through it. And then the second year, the commissions are insane, man. So, Dude, I got... I'm like going to write, I, I, I usually have a pen and paper, but since we moved this around, I'm like, damn, I need a pen and paper, bro. I'm just going to, I don't usually listen to it because I hate the sound of my voice, but I'm going to probably have to listen to this one 10 or 15 times. I mean, we've had some good dudes on, dude, but you crushed it today, man. I, I, I really appreciate you. it. I hope everyone listening got as much out of it I as I did. You. And I got so many nuggets. I just got a lot to take home, dude. So I, you, I, 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 I'm pumped to have, have had this. I'm sure we could probably go for another hour. So we'll probably have you on again. I appreciate um, you. And you know, uh, what's your, what's your, it's, I know you're not, are you not a big social media guy, but what's your Instagram? Yeah. Birdo G dot GL. Birdo dot GL. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. nationwide. So if you're yeah. in the Pacific Northwest and you're listening, you got to hit up Birdo. Yes. If you're in Vegas, hit me up. I'm not the man. Yeah. Exactly. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. It's so easy. This is awesome. And I appreciate you bringing so much value to everyone. We need it. Yeah, trying, man. Yeah, Yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah. All right, let's get you home. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions or ideas, please contact us on Instagram. Our show is produced at 11th Street Records in downtown Las Vegas. Thanks for listening.